0: I'm going to read from 3rd John, John the third chapter, starting at the first verse. I know it takes a little bit to get there. You know, when the preacher gets up and announces his verse, you're like, wait, I'm not there yet. But uh, John 3, starting at verse 1, which is a very familiar scripture here, says there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must be born again." I'll stop right there. We're thankful for God's Word. We're thankful that it gives us direction in life, and it gives us hope for a better life to come. And so, as we are born into this world, sometimes we have many questions about life. And I I remember one particular question I asked myself a lot before I was saved. Why am I here? Uh, I asked that question a lot of times because I really wondered, why am I here? But God makes a difference. He makes all the difference. And so here was a man, Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews, says he came by night to see the Lord. Well, there might be, who knows what reason it might have been. Could have been a lot of different reasons. It could be because he didn't want to be seen. Going to see Jesus. And it could be that Jesus was so busy during the day that the nighttime was the only time maybe he could get there to see me. And Nicodemus had questions that needed answers to. Even though he was a ruler of the Jews, there was something that was missing in his life. You know, sometimes we, we kind of figure that out. There's something, it's not all here. There must be something else more to life than what I'm experiencing. And Nicodemus could, could be one of those people that goes to church every now and then, maybe once a month, maybe once every six months or once a year or whatever it might be. And he hears a little bit here, here a little bit there and kind of Tries to put it together and like it makes no sense. So he wanted to figure out, he wanted to know really what more was there to life than what he was had in his life. And actually that's a question that comes to probably every one of us. There's got to be more to life than I'm experiencing. Sometimes we have a, a lot of fun, we enjoy a lot of different things. And we think we're really having fun but you know by the end of the day or by the end of that time or by the end of the year we're like well i don't know it's if this is all it is it's not much so there must be more and that's the way i felt a lot of times in my younger years i didn't have a lot of friends you probably know why because i'm kind of a little backward sometimes. I talk a lot more than I used to, but maybe I talk too much sometimes. But there's times that God looks down and, and he speaks to our heart. We don't we don't really realize what that is. But God kind of gets our attention. Maybe we, like I was, we went to church a few times. You hear hear things there. And, of course, my folks were, they went to the Apostolic Faith Church for a while. You think, wow. And I heard a few things that kind of made me not feel too good. You're like, I don't want to go back there. But you go back for some reason because you think there's more to life than what there is. And you do certain things and you realize that there is no fun in doing that. And I think Nicodemus was one of these people that he was searching for something more than what he had. There had to be something in with reality that really meant something that made his life more fuller than what it was. And so he, he wanted to find out those answers. And who has the answers? Well a lot of people think they have the answers. But God has The answers. If, if we, if we will come to him. And so Nicodemus went and he said, We know that God has to be with you because of the miracles, the things that you do. No one can do them unless God is with him. And I think it's, it's just fascinating that how the Lord spoke to his heart, how Jesus talked to him. He said, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. That must have took him back a little bit. When we, when we talk about salvation, we talk about it in different ways. Born again, and I was thinking about that. That's a common phrase around here. Yeah, we're born again. You know, some people would say, well, what, what does that mean? You're born again. Or we can say that we're saved. And there's still people who will say, well, what's, what, what is that? What does that mean? But with, with us, I should say the apostolic faith church, we're very familiar with those words. Born again. We know that it makes a change in, in a person's life. It causes you to think different. It causes you to have Different reactions that, than you normally would have. It causes us to act in a certain way. It really it really changes our life completely. In fact, here's I believe it was this Sunday they sang a song here, I believe in in a hill called Mount Calvary. And it tells how Jesus' power has power to change our lives, and the next phrase is He changed me completely. And that's exactly what he does. He doesn't do a halfway job. He changes our hearts completely. And I remember Brother Pete Friesen used to say, I had to have an introduction to myself. I was so different. Well, I wasn't. I was different, but I wasn't probably that different. But God does make make a real difference in our lives. He changes us completely and Nicodemus was looking for something like that. You know, God makes us in such a way that there's some, there's a void of some kind in our heart that needs to be filled and only God will fill that place. Only He fills that. But we search lots of places and do lots of different things. And realize there's really no value to that. And so the Lord, I know the Lord spoke to me many, many times. You need to be saved. I didn't always come like that. I remember laying on the couch late at night, watching the TV. Everybody else had gone to bed, and I was still up. The TV was on. I wasn't really watching it. God was talking about my heart. He's saying, you know, one of these days, if you're not saved, you're going to stand before me. There's going to be no hope. But it didn't cause me to pray. But God doesn't give up that easy. He, he keeps speaking to our heart. And eventually, I'm glad that he gets our attention. And that we turn to Him with all of our heart. And we surrender our life to Him. And what a change. You know, people had said, I heard people talk about, oh, it's so good to be saved. You are like, what what are they talking about? You know, all, all that I could think about how life would be if I started to go to church and I got saved, I'd have no fun. And really, I wasn't having any fun anyway. Life was pretty, actually life was pretty boring. Really was. But when you get saved, you only begin to live then. Oh, I remember those first few months of being saved. The peace of God that comes into a person's heart, it just, how do we, how do we explain that? There's no way that we can explain the peace of God that comes into our hearts and gives us peace like a river. How do you explain that to someone that God gives you peace like a river in your heart? There's just no end to it. But how wonderful it is, and you can't explain it, how really good, how how good that really is. But it's the most wonderful thing that can happen in your life, and when you're when you're in a crisis with life, and God can speak peace in the midst of the storm, well, that, that's that's even better. But God is is wanting to give us all of these things, and the Scripture says, "Forget not all His benefits." God has more benefits than. Well, I know I can't remember all of them, but even just salvation is so wonderful what God does for us. He puts that peace down in our heart and we know that heaven is our home, that if something were to happen to us, heaven would be, would be the next step. We're looking for that next step and it could be soon. But I'd like to talk a little more about Nicodemus here. Nicodemus, the ruler of the Jews, he's, he said he wanted to know how could a person be born again when he's old? I'm like, he's never heard this before. He doesn't know what the Lord's talking about. But he said, except a man be born of water, And of the Spirit, you cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Now, some people would say, who wants to see the kingdom of God? Especially if you're not saved. Who wants to see the kingdom of God? Well, those of us that are saved, that we enjoy the blessings of the Lord, we enjoy the wonderful fellowship of God and God's people, we want to see the kingdom of God and we want to live there forever. And there's there's words that does not explain that because they said has not Scripture says it has not entered into the heart of man. Ear hath not heard, eye hath not seen. How do you tell someone how that is? How does that look? Well, it's it's there, and I believe every bit of it. It's going to be better than we think. A whole lot better than we think. And Nicodemus was like, well, the Lord went on to say, that which is born of flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, you must be born again. To make heaven our home. I don't know, but I hope someone is listening or watching or Something. And you can grasp this. I don't know how many times some, sometimes people go to church for a long time and eventually some, hopefully, the light comes on and it's like, oh, I get that. I need to be saved. It's a wonderful, wonderful experience. You know, the devil will tell you, you're going to have to give up this, you're going to have to give up that. And actually, you don't have to give up anything. When the Lord saves us, He makes such a wonderful change in us, and we just don't want to have anything to do do with that. I'm sometimes I'm just amazed at how much different our life is than other people's. I have to tell one little story. We were just at the at the beach house, church beach house for a few days. One of our neighbors are one of the neighbors that are not our neighbor. One of the neighbors saw so, uh, my wife and I walk up the street. We had our long spoon things that we pick up agates with. The man, he saw us walk by and he thought, Oh, isn't that a great idea they have? They have these long spoons and they're social distancing on Halloween night. I was trying to get my boots off and I heard this man talking to my wife and I went, What? What's he talking about? He wanted us to come back down to his house and show his wife that we had these long spoons. And we did, we walked back down there. We put our mask on, not, not a Halloween mask though. We didn't need that. Anyway, we went to their house. We, we know them from nobody. We got to their house and they opened the door, finally opened the door. He comes to the door and his wife comes to the door. And the first thing she says to us, she said, would you like to have a glass of wine? Come on in and have a glass of wine. And we're like, no, we don't want that. And I thought, our life is so different than people of the world. God's made such a, a glorious change in us. And we love it. We really do. I find nothing boring about being a Christian. In fact, in my years before I was saved, I thought I was having a good time. I was not having a really good time because God was always condemning me for what I was doing because I just wasn't saved. But you Oh, know, when God changes your heart and God lets you know that he does love you, it's such a wonderful, wonderful life, and you have something that's worth living for, something to enjoy. It, it's it's a great life. If we could just give it to people, we'd give it to them. But, you know, like, like everyone, we had to pray. We had to pray, do our part. And ask God to come in and surrender our life to Him and He'll make a wonderful, wonderful change in our heart. And we've got to give it to the whole world. It's, it's, I've had more fun since I've been a Christian than all the years before that I was saved. God is, he, He's so wonderful to each one of us. So tonight, I know we look out into the world and we say, Everything is just going—it's going backwards. It's going all to pieces. But the peace of God and what He can do for us—God's got it all together. The peace, the peace, like a river, can flow through your heart, and He can help us to look up. And Jesus is coming soon, and one of these days we'll step over on that heavenly shore. And be with Jesus eternally in that heavenly kingdom. One of these days that's going to happen. We're going to have a chance to pray. God God bless you for coming this evening. God bless you as you pray. Jesus will answer your prayer this evening. Let's look to him. Sing song 552.